question to ask yourself is, do I trust myself or the creator of the universe? Um, I want you to imagine a trust fall. You know, businesses have trust falls. Um, like when you line up and you have a person behind you and you would fall back into their arms. I want you to imagine that the person behind you is God. Do and, and this is in regards, you know, to your life or business. Can you fall back and fully trust God to grab a hold of you without you falling to the ground? Or do you, or do you put up a safety net um, instead of fully trusting God? I want to dig into this topic about trusting God. But first I want to say, you know, who am I? Who am I to give this message? What qualifications do I have to to talk about trusting God. I grew up in a Christian home, um, accepted Christ at a young age. I fell away when I went to college and, you know, spent a few years following my own devices. Then I had a rock bottom experience about 14 years ago and came back to Christ and gave my life fully to him. And I've been following him ever since. I'm a husband. I'm a follower um, father, and I've been a business owner of a financial consulting company for the last four years. During those four years, I've been getting a God-orchestrated crash course into learning to trust God. I started um, out four years ago. Um, I was laid off from my CFO job, and I wanted to hear the Holy Spirit as to what he wanted me to do in business. Well, all I got was crickets, nothing. So I started the only business that I felt qualified to do to provide for my family. And I want to share with you my life first. You know, you might hear people talk about a person having their life first. Um, well, my life first, it started, you know, very on in my walk with Christ, is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. To discuss this topic of trusting God, I want to break these two verses down into four parts and discuss, discuss each one and how it applied to my life and business. The first part is what I want to call heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. I struggled for years trusting God with my whole heart. He had pieces of my heart, but not all of it. Why didn't he? Because there are a lot of lies that I believed from wounds that have occurred in my life. Jeremiah 17.9 says, The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? God needed to bring healing and restoration and truth into my heart. Psalm 147.3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. How did God bring healing to my heart? Well, I want to share a story with you. In my first year of owning my own business, God called me to take a step of faith and fly out to Denver, Colorado for a Christian retreat. 
It was about business and following your own destiny. But at this retreat, I want to talk about one specific thing. About halfway through the, the retreat, they wanted to bring us into small small groups and in, in, these, in these rooms with, with a leader and maybe 10 people. Well, in this retreat, the, the leader led us through through a prayer that God would, would, would reveal any, any, any lies, any wounds that we need to deal with in our hearts. Well, we said this prayer. I wasn't really expecting much. But the Lord brought to my memory um, a time when I was six, I think roughly sixth grade, when I went um, over to a friend's house, never been there before, and stayed the night. Well, it was not a Christian home, and there were horror movies on, you know, drinking, swearing, just, I, I grew up in a Christian home, and this was just, I was just basically scared out of my mind the whole night, and um, it just brought a lot of fear. I made the decision to go to my friend's house, and it just brought fear into my heart, fear about me making decisions, and I've since then, I always second-guess my decisions. Um, so, again, back to the retreat. The lady said, um, all right, who got something? And I just, I went, I said, I got something. And um, she led then led me through a prayer to, you know, bind that lie and cast it out in the name of Jesus. And then she led me through... Um, asking God, a prayer to ask God to reveal any truths that he wants to fill my heart with. And he, he filled my heart with that, the, my life first, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And I just felt, I felt healing, that fear was gone and healing and trust in God um, came into my heart. And this is the process that I have used over the last few years of dealing with other lies that I believe. And he, God has continued to bring healing to my heart, to heal it. And so he could fill me with his love and his truths. So I would be able to grow in my trust in him. So in, in review, I just want to lay out the three steps that I, that I use. Identify, number one, identify the past occurrence and lie. Number two, I expose the lie in Jesus' name and cast it out. And number three, I receive the truth of Christ, his word, into my heart. John 8.32 says, And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. All right. The second part I want to name, I, I name it humility. And the second part of the Proverbs 3 through um, 3, 5 through 6 is, Do not lean on your own understanding. Isaiah 55.9 says, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Jeremiah 9, 23 through 24 says, Thus says the Lord, Let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches, but let him who who boasts, boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord. 
So in dealing with this topic of humility, again, I want to share, share a story from my life with you. Is my second year in business myself, and the business was struggling financially. I was using debt as my safety net, not fully trusting God, and I was relying on myself and my own wisdom. That is when God brought me to a place of complete brokenness. I was broke, I was in debt, and I I was physically hurt. I had torn some ligaments in my arms and my foot. I couldn't I couldn't walk, I couldn't do anything. Um and that is when God started to reveal blind spots in my life. And it was blind spot after blind spot. It was it was about one blind spot every other day for a process of two months. It was a very painful two months. It was a painful process. It was brought me to a complete worthless, brought me to a place of complete brokenness, worthlessness. But that is when it just humbled me completely. But that is when the grace of God, Jesus Christ and his blood and mercy brought me out of the pit. God was humbling me, breaking me, getting rid of all my pride and my trust in self. He needed to do that so I could trust him. Um, so quick, quick thing I want to share with you is the process, process of humbling yourself. And I don't recommend the process I went through. It wasn't, it wasn't fun. Um, but here, I want to give you three things. Number one, realize that you might have some pride or self-trust issues that you need to deal with. Number two, pray and ask God to reveal anything. And number three, ask him to help in removing it and um, replacing it with humility. All right, now, the third part of the Proverbs, again, verse, my life verse. I call this part surrender. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Matthew 10, 38 through 39 says, and whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Exodus 20, 4 through 5 says, You shall not make for yourself carved images. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. Everything we have and everything we do must be surrendered to God. I'm going to give you another example from my life in regards to surrender. It was the third year of owning my own business that God brought me to a place where he wanted me to surrender the business to him. It was tough. It was really tough for me because I, you know, I've for years have dreamed of owning my own business. So I gave the business to him and I started looking for a job. I live in a rather small community, not a lot of CFO level type jobs out there, but I found the only two I could find and I applied to them. Well, to my amazement, they responded right back. Usually they never respond back unless they want you. They responded back and said, the positions have already been filled. So I go to God and said, all right, you must have... Uh, God, you must want me to own my own business because um, I 
you know, apply to the only two jobs. There's nothing else out there. Well, because God has a sense of humor, pretty much within the next two weeks, I was handed two job offers, two, two jobs. They were basically mine if I wanted them. So God does have a sense of humor. Well, I ended up, um, so I took, I ended up taking those two job offers, taking the business and just surrendering it all to God. And eventually God gave me the business back. He said, don't take those two jobs. I want you to continue on with the business. So God needed to bring me to a place of complete surrender with the business so that I could trust him. So again, I've, I've used this, I've used this process surrender. God has called me to surrender things after this over and over again to him, you know, through my, through my growth, the three steps I want to share with you are number one, identify what needs to be surrendered through prayer and the Holy spirit. Number two, put it on the altar, give it to God, trust him with it. And number three, give up your emotional attachment to what you're giving to the Lord. Die to it. Nail it to the cross. You're giving it to God as he's not going to give it back. And just remember, God is a loving God. You can trust him. All right, that brings us to the final part of the Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 verse. And I call this part obedience. He will make your path straight. Deuteronomy 1.30 says, The Lord your God who goes before you will himself fight for you, just as he did for you in Egypt before your eyes. So God does. He goes before us. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. So God works it all for our good. Philippians 2.8 says, And be... And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. So just like Jesus in this verse, we have a part to play in our path being straight. We must be in communion with the Holy Spirit and then being obedient to what God is calling us to do. So I'm going to share um, obedience in my in my in my life in the business. Over the past four years of owning my own business, God has led me through the wilderness. I in business I didn't in my in my business I did not know where He was leading me, or what He wanted me to do, or where my provisions were going to come from. It has been a trust walk over these last four years. And what he has been doing is teaching me to be obedient to the next step the Holy Spirit is telling me to do, to trust him, not knowing the outcome or knowing the next step. But once I made that step, he would give me the next step. God needed to bring me to a place where I had to be obedient to him to move so he could grow my trust in him. So I want to give you three steps that I do as it relates to obedience. Number one, hear from the Holy Spirit and his word. John 16, 13 says, 
When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. Number two of the steps. Realize you're not going to know how it's going to work out. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. And the last step, number three, you must take that step in faith in agreement to what you've heard. Matthew 14, 29 says, Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on water to Jesus. All right, I want to review my steps in growing your trust in God. So number one was heart. Deal with your heart. Let God heal your heart. Number two, humble yourself. It's easier for you to humble yourself than God humbling you. Trust me. Number three, surrender all. Surrender everything, your business, everything in your life. Surrender it to God. And number four, be obedient to what the Holy Spirit is telling you in faith. And these steps can be used in your business or in your life. A final thought, I want, to leave, I want to leave you with this. I challenge you to make the decision to fully trust God in your business and in your life. And to work anything out that is holding you back from that. For God is trustworthy. Psalm 33, 4 says, for the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. All right, that ends my teaching. I, I want to I end in prayer. Father, I lift up all these business owners to you. Father, I pray that if they are not fully trusting you, Father, you awaken them to what, that what they need to do with you to put their full trust in you for their businesses and in their lives, Father. And I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.